This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Uniqueness is part of your value and your special contribution to the workplace. In the past, many companies emphasized what I'd call sameness or homogeneity, a bit of homogenization or assimilation. Everyone had to wear the navy blue uniform, the white shirt, and so on. And a lot of that perspective not only was true for major corporations, but also for the United States as a country, too. Now we're better recognizing the value of leveraging rather than hiding diversity. And one of the things I would say is that your uniqueness is like added lenses to bring vision into sharper focus. Now, there is a training video out that's called A Peacock in the Land of Penguins, and it's based on a book by B.J. Gallagher and Warren Schmidt. And this is a training video that I've used in the past with clients. And it's the story of a company of penguins, all in their black and white, exactly the same penguin suits. And they recognize that they probably need to have some diversity, and some different perspectives, so they hire one peacock. However, they think that the peacock is too loud, and they think that the peacock is too colorful, and they try to squeeze the peacock into a penguin suit, which doesn't fit him. And the peacock eventually says, oh, I can't wear the penguin suit, and he shrugs off the penguin suit. And It's unclear for a while to all the penguins why do they have this very unusual and bizarre peacock in the business and no one sees the peacock's value until one day the peacock is looking over the horizon and spots and sees some danger coming in to the business from an enemy that no one else can see. In other words, this peacock has some unique vision And let's say perhaps this person has long distance vision, whereas the penguins, maybe they're short-sighted, they're nearsighted, they can only see up close. And because of this long distance vision, the penguin is able to sound the alarm about impending danger, the company is able to prepare and to save themselves to live another day. It's after that, of course, that they recognize the value of the difference that the peacock brings. When you think about yourself in the workplace and your own uniquenesses, there are five that I want to highlight today. Keep in mind, you have far more uniquenesses than what we're going to talk about here right now, but at least let's just look at these five. Number one would be your culture or cultures that you bring to the workplace. So in my case, for example, If I think about my own cultural background, it's a combination of African-American and also Native American and specifically Cherokee. 
Well, there are strengths, abilities, and perspectives from those cultures that I bring to work every day. And I'm regularly sharing some of those lenses and some of those ideas with those with whom I work. And occasionally, I'll bring the culture to work even in the form of the kinds of attire or dress that I might wear. So it's not unusual for me to come to work sometimes wearing an African dress that might be from a West African country like Ghana or Nigeria or Togo or someplace like that. Or I might also wear a Native American outfit with Native American jewelry. And these become interesting conversation pieces through which some of the cultural experiences can be shared with others. And all of us have a culture. You might be in your ancestry and lineage and history from Norway or from Spain or from China or from Bahrain or wherever it may be. And you have a unique perspective and a unique lens because of that background, that environment, and that ancestry that can be shared with others. So that's number one, your culture or multiple cultures. Number two would be your geography, where you live. And even those who live in a large country, for example, such as the United States, we know that the United States is not a monolith. There are actually different cultures interspersed throughout the United States. So if you live in New York City, that's a very different environment and culture than, let's say, if you live in a southern state that's a small town, living in a coastal region, such as on the West Coast in California or in Oregon or on the East Coast, any of those eastern seaboard states. There are different experiences living coastally as opposed to living where I live now in Colorado in the mountains. In the mountains, there's a good reason to wake up at five or six in the morning and look out at the beautiful purple mountain majesty where America the Beautiful was written here. That's very real. And you can see that if you look out the window and as the sun is shining early morning on the mountains. And I'm an ocean lover. And so seeing the tides come in and out and the waves crash, particularly on the Pacific Ocean, and it's very turbulent over there, that's a beautiful sight. So there's different perspectives. Or walking in New York City and seeing the tall skyscrapers and having all the diverse cultures around you continually and different languages on the street, different foods and different music and clothing. All of this geography adds to our perspective. Or what if you were in New Orleans and having gumbo and listening to Zydeco music or whatever? Again, it's a different lens and a different perspective. So that's number two. You're bringing a uniqueness because of geography. Thirdly, I would say your travels. And your travels might be local or they might be international. Travels to the Middle East or to Africa, to Asia, Europe. I remember when I lived in Alabama and I was working there in a psychology private practice and I worked with a lot of military children who had traveled the world. They had been all over the place because of their parents' military assignments. So in history class, When the teacher was talking about, for example, World War II and events that happened in World War II, the children would pipe up 
and add, oh, no, we went to see that memorial over in Germany, or we went to this place or that place. And very often they would correct the information that was being shared in class because they had seen these events firsthand. Now, the teachers locally didn't always appreciate that input and perspective. However, when you've been there, you have a different, unique view and you can see things from a different perspective. And those children were enriched because of their global travels and what they had been able to see. Number four, I would add education. However you're educated in whatever field, that education provides you a certain way of thinking through issues, a way of analyzing scenarios and situations and challenges and problems. In my case, being trained as a clinical psychologist, I actually have a lens that relates to systems and understanding how aspects of a system can impact even an individual's behavior and oftentimes the place of intervention and where to make the change if we see a problematic individual behavior is not with the person, but it may be with the system that's maintaining that behavior. Or if we're wanting to inspire or motivate a different outcome or or way of responding, we may have to create new systems that go with what we're looking for. So you might be trained as an engineer, a teacher, or a business person. And again, that education and training is a uniqueness that you bring that has value. Then number five, I would say just your life experiences that you're bringing, including your past job experiences. So for example, when I go into an organization today, I'm not only bringing my current experiences of working with many different kinds of businesses and organizations, corporate, nonprofit, military, government, I'm also bringing my past experiences and those lenses as well, including my own personal time as an active duty army officer or bringing my time working at the White House as a park technician and being kind of the unofficial tour guide and host to French-speaking tourists who were visiting the White House. And I learned during those years that people from other countries pay a lot of attention to the United States and our politics and what happens here. And in fact, they often know more about it than we do. And so just understanding the global impact of our nation as well as others and how they influence one another, I think I had a very strong window on that just from that job alone, not to mention the many other job experiences as well. So I want you to think about what are the uniquenesses that you are bringing to the workplace, your cultures, your geography, your travels, your education, and your life as well as work experiences prior to coming to your current business. As you're thinking about all of these, I want you to write to me on social media and share what are the uniquenesses that you have and how are you using those and leveraging those uniquenesses in your workplace. 
You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.